Welcome to the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. Have a question for the show or need assistance with your retirement plan? Give Philip a call today, 863-285-3815, 863-285-3815. More than half of all Americans turning 65 today will develop a disability serious enough to require long-term care. This could potentially be a big expense that impacts a lot of you, and we want to help you prepare. We are so glad you're here with us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring, and I am Jen Rizak alongside. And Philip, uh, we don't talk a whole lot about long-term care here on the show today, but November being Long-Term Care Awareness Month seems like it's a good time to take a little time here on the show to, to get into that. It's hard to believe that Thanksgiving is just around the corner. It just doesn't seem like all that long ago that we were talking about, oh my gosh, can you believe it's 2023? And now here we go. And and you know this too, being a parent and a grandparent. It's just like time is on warp speed so many times. Um, it, it Love living in the moment, but my gosh, it just goes by so fast, doesn't it? It really does, Jen. It's, it's hard to believe that, that we're already halfway through the fourth quarter plus and that we'll be you know having christmas here before we know yeah, christmas know. music will start here real soon <laughs> uh i'll i'll just admit i've already been listening to it so i'm <laughs> i'm an early uh i i allow the christmas creep i embrace it it's fine <laughs> I'm not even going to feel bad about it. But, you know, here, here, when we talk about how quickly time goes by and how quickly things can get away from you, Philip, this is why we talk all the time on this show about being proactive now, planning now, getting ahead of some of these things. Because you look at just some of the, the little things in your day-to-day life and how quickly time goes by. My gosh, it retirement might seem like it's a ways off or the time frame when you might need long-term care might feel like it's a long ways off. But my gosh, time goes by so quick. And this is why we just want to pause here, take some time to talk about the type of planning we should consider when it comes to things like our later years in retirement, the the possible need for long-term care. As I said, November is Long-Term Care Awareness Month. So we want to take some time to bring attention to this topic here on the show this week. Philip, 78% of adults who are getting long-term care at home rely solely on family and friends for assistance. Over 90% of family caregivers had to alter their work schedule permanently due to caring for their loved ones. And about 40% of caregivers had to switch from working full-time to part-time. And this is just another um, layer, I think, to this conversation on long-term care, Philip, because it's not just you who might need long-term care. You might have to alter your own retirement timeline to help take care of a, a parent or a family member or a loved one. So this is a very complex topic, I would say. It is. And it comes down to that kind of that, the people that are in that sandwich generation yes. that they call it now, right? So you have parents who are health is failing. You have kids and, and grandkids that are being displaced. And, and, and it's a tough place to be. And I know we're talking about long-term care today, but it, it's a tough place to be. And, and I know from the long-term care perspective, you know, my family's been there. We've taken care of family members and helped out and were the driving force, especially from a healthcare perspective, since my, my wife's a nurse, you know, she was forefront of making sure that things were taken care of. And so it does take part of your life. It's not that you don't want to do it, 
because you do, you love your parents and you want to be there to help them. Um, but you have to make some changes and some sacrifices to make that work. And that's just part of helping take care of family. What are some of the questions that you might suggest people think about when they're trying to determine how this could potentially play out for them in their future? You know, I think they need to look at what is long-term care. And, and let's face it, there's two two areas of long-term care. Yeah. Right. There's there's long-term care where you just need some help. You're not bedridden. You're not out to pasture yet. You're still vibrant, but you you know, you need help taking your meds, you need help preparing meals, that kind of stuff. And that's, you know, you're going to be in an assisted living facility. And that's really different than a full-blown nursing home. And so I think that's the first thing they need to look at is what's your plan for both of those situations? How are we going to pay for long-term care? What do I qualify for? Am I a veteran that served during wartime? Do I have some benefits there? Do I have a long-term care policy. How am I going to make it through this situation? And then, you know, does long-term care insurance make sense for me or, or another loved one? I mean, that's a question you have to ask yourself. And the earlier you ask yourself that question and come to the realization of what the answer is, the better off you're going to be. Yeah. Um, you know, and then I think there's other couple of questions you still need to ask yourself. And one is, you know, how does the need for care affect my family, and my loved ones? Mm-hmm. I hear this all the time. I don't want to be a burden to my family. Right. And I understand that, that they're there to love on you and to help take care of you because you raised them. The other thing I think we need to remember is 56% of all Americans will need some form of long-term care, but less than 3% of the U.S. population actually has long-term care insurance. And obviously that's because it's so daggum expensive that people just can't afford that in their budget. So let's talk about some of the options there, uh, because there is traditional long-term care insurance that does still exist. But as I understand it, Philip, the, this whole world has changed quite a bit as far as what are some of the different options and how you could potentially structure this to, to fit your family's needs. Uh, yeah, obviously there is the traditional long-term care insurance and it's it's evolved and it's changed over the years because they've learned now how to hopefully medically underwrite a little bit better and put away for it. But long-term care insurance is just, it's not cheap. It's, it's an expense that you have to be prepared for. But there's other alternatives, right? There's annuities that have long-term care riders so that that's a benefit you can have there. There's life insurance companies and life insurance policies that have long-term care riders. Um, that can be a big benefit. And then obviously the last is, you know, you have to self-pay or pay out your personal savings. And so, you know, when we look at that, Jen, that's really the reason that we believe you need to have the income plan in place because that helps you with that, knowing whether or not you are going to be able to afford to self-pay or are there other alternatives that might be better for you? And give us a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. 3815 to schedule your core retirement analysis, where we'll help analyze these things and answer the questions you have. Again, that number is 863-285-3815. Talk a little bit about how these conversations of planning for long-term care and health care costs, where that fits in when you talk about that core retirement design that you help build for people. Well, you know, the core retirement design is really three three sections. One is risk analysis, mm-hmm. you know, in the, our portfolio. The second big thing is taxes or, or what can we do to eliminate or minimize our taxes throughout our retirement life. 
And then the last thing is that income plan. Mm -hmm. And this really fits in that comprehensive retirement income strategy by putting all that together so you know kind of where you are and where your income is going to come from and what are you going to have left if this actually ends up being an issue for you. We don't want some illness to sink your ship. That's why we developed the core retirement design. Give us a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815 to schedule your core retirement analysis. The Statler Financial Radio Show continues in just a moment. Stay with us. In times of volatility, the only wrong move is not making one. Call Philip and the team at Stadler Financial Services today and find out where you currently stand with your portfolio. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Remember that first paycheck when you started working all those years ago and you looked at the net amount and thought, whoa, what happened here? Well, it could be this way with your retirement accounts. You know how much you've saved, but if you haven't planned for Uncle Sam, you could come up short in retirement. With tax laws constantly changing, there's a lot you need to know to make sure you're not paying more than your fair share. Philip Statler and the Statler Financial Team have helped hundreds of families plan for retirement for more than 20 years. They'll help you create a plan that shows you how taxes could affect you now and in the future. Set up a visit with Philip Statler and the team at Statler Financial. Just give them a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Make sure you know how these changes could affect you so you can avoid some of those whoa moments in retirement. Call 863-285-3815. Firm offers insurance services but may not give tax advice. Advisory services are offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Time to retire right. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring. And I am Jen Rizak alongside. And each and every one of us, we're faced with questions every day, right? I'm a mom. What's for dinner? When when are we going to be there? Do I have to pick up my stuff, right? Those are questions I hear at home or maybe at work. When's the meeting? How was your day? How was your weekend? These are questions that we hear all the time. Should be pretty easy to answer, but... When you're starting to consider retirement, the questions can get a little more complicated. Although, I don't know, Philip, I mean, when your kids were growing up, sometimes some of those questions that they asked kind of went into complicated territory, I imagine. And they and they got tired. You got tired of hearing us. Yes. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, I think we can all relate to that. But okay, so what are some of the questions we we might want to be asking if we're getting close to retirement or, or what do you think it's important that we're asking? So I think there's a few. I mean, you know, the, we, we titled this segment the four questions and and I may add a one or two, you know, at the end here. But but I, I think that one of them is people ask is when can I retire? Mm-hmm. Because that's in the back of their mind all the time is, you know, when when can I do this? Mm-hmm. When when am I going to be able to? And, and I think that leads to the next question, which is, have I saved enough to be able to retire? Mm-hmm. When will my money or will my money last long enough? And then we talk about that as well. And uh, will my loved one be okay if something happens to me? Mm. So, you know, if we got a couple, if something happens to the husband, is the wife going to be okay? And I I throw in a a fifth one, and that's uh, because we hear this all the time. When should I take my Social Security? When is the best time? 
to take my Social Security. So, so those I think are are four plus one questions that <laughs> folks need to be addressing as they get ready and head into retirement. Yeah, so some good questions there that we need to be thinking about. And, and of course, this comes with uh, or comes from some experience of yours with hearing some of these questions from, from different people as they're preparing for retirement. So let's start to go through these, I guess, one at a time and, and figure out how to address them. Have I saved enough? I imagine that question is probably one of the very first questions that you hear from people. So how do you help them find an answer to that? Have I saved enough? Well, I think, you know, that, that's right. So have I saved enough? In in reality, Jen, that's the wrong question. Okay. Right. So, I mean, that's the way, but that's the way people think, right? Have I saved enough? Because that's what they can see in their accounts, in their mm-hmm. 401k or their IRAs or their brokerage accounts, money in the bank. That's what they see and they want to know if that's enough. The question really needs to be, how much are you going to spend in retirement? That's what determines if you saved enough. And if, if you don't know what you're going to spend, then that can be a problem. And But it but all boils down to, right, the income planning. Yeah. Okay. Because it, whether you've saved enough or not is going to be uh, kind of discovered when we start doing the income plan and and you tell me I need $2,000 a month in money from my investments to go with my retirement, uh, Social Security, and my, my pension. Mm-hmm. And and I run the numbers. So, well, that, that, you know, that's fine and dandy, but you're going to run out of money at 75. Oof. Well, you know, that's not going to work for people. So it's that income plan that really and truly helps point to the situation of do I have enough? Have I saved enough for retirement? Because it comes down to a spending question, not really a saving question. Okay. I, I think that's a very, very fair point. And as we're talking a little bit about uh, the the income piece here, one, as we've started looking at those numbers, figuring out what it is we need to be able to spend in retirement, as you're saying, how do we or, or how many sources of income will people typically have in retirement? Because it, it seems as if it's more common that we might have more than one source of income in retirement. And that's always great if we do, right? So yeah. typically people are going to either have Social Security, which, you know, I'm going to say probably 75, 80 percent of the folks is going to be Social Security. Mm-hmm. For the other folks, it's going to be a federal federal retirement, which kind of replaces social security in, in our scheme of things. Um, so that's one. And maybe, maybe you have a pension. Just depends on, you know, whether, where, where you worked and if that's a possibility. Uh, so that's number two, if you're fortunate. Mm-hmm. Number three is you have to provide for yourself, right? So you got that 401k that you've been putting money into. And so that's going to be where we drive income uh, for retirement. And so, you know, we look at different vehicles. We, you know, we look at um, uh, dividend portfolios, income portfolios, growth portfolios. You know, we look at, at safety uh, of principle by, by looking at some of different types of annuities that can can provide that safety net of, of the principle. Now, with all investments, there's, there's pros and cons, right? Sure. There's, you know, safety net, Maybe you've got to have it in there five, seven, 10 years. 
Um, on the stock market side, the portfolio side, you've got volatility that's going to hit up and down. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we're not guaranteed the stock market is going to keep going up. So every type of vehicle has its pros and cons. And that's why we use them because they offset each other right. in that whole process. Listen, folks, these questions are the exact reason I created the core retirement design. If you haven't planned out your retirement, you don't have a written plan in place, then then you're going to have some issues when it comes time to retirement. You need to have that written retirement income plan. Give us a call at 863-285-3815 to schedule your core retirement phone consultation. 30 minutes of my time to answer your questions and to make sure you're on the path to the retirement you always dreamed of. Again, that number is 863-285-3815. Give us a call today. Let's don't put it off any longer. That number one more time, 863-285-3815. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring. And as we are talking a little bit about, Philip, you were you were saying, you know, that question, have I saved enough, is maybe not the right question. We need to be thinking about how much we're going to need to spend Talk a little bit about for people who haven't necessarily been living off of a budget. They've been, you know, paying the bills. They're not overspending, but they haven't really sat down and created an actual official budget. Talk a little bit about that step. Is that an important part of the process here or what what does that look like? It's a very important part. And obviously the person that can come up with that budget is going to be ahead of the person that can't. Mm-hmm. And and I know that that B word, that budget word is just it's just nobody likes that word. It's lame. <laughs> it's lame. It means discipline. It means you got to track stuff. Um, nobody likes it. And so what do we do? Well, there's two things we can look at. One is if if folks are in that situation where they're not spending their whole paycheck, mm-hmm. then then we can look at that as well, right? We can look. Here's your net pay. What percentage are you actually spending and come up with at least a rough number that we will then add or subtract to. Okay, look, you're planning in retirement that you're going to take a trip across country. Well, it's going to add expenses when you do that. And and so we can play off of that to a certain extent. Um, But we really, it is so much more helpful if folks can really and truly have an idea of what they think they're going to spend in retirement. Mm-hmm. That That's a, a big help, Jen. Well, and I imagine it's pretty eye-opening for people when they start actually going through and writing those numbers down. It's, it's so easy to assume, oh, I'm probably spending this or that on groceries. And then when you actually look at the, the actual dollar amount, I imagine that could be rather eye-opening for some people. It is. You know, one of the things that I've seen and, and lately I've had some clients and, and prospects that have done this, you know, they have one credit card mm-hmm. that every expense that they expend goes on that card. They pay it off every month. That can be very eye-opening because I know like my American Express at the end of the year, I get this big report that tells me, you know, here's how much you spent at restaurants and here's how much you spent in food at the grocery store and here's how much Mm -hmm. you gave away to charity. Um, That thing, it can help you, right? It, It can be your budgeting for you to see how you're spending money and what changes you may make in retirement. 
Yeah. Yeah. Just any any tools you can use to help you get a handle on that, just so you have a good idea, I, I think has got to be pretty important. You mentioned earlier that another question people have is, when do I start taking my social security? That's going to be another one of those sources of income. Talk a little bit about some of those conversations. How do we go through and, and analyze what's going on with our social security situation? So let me encourage folks now. If you've never done it or it's been a long time, and what's a long time? I'm going to say if it's been, if you're getting close to retirement 10 years out, if it's been two or three years since you got a Social Security statement, Mm -hmm. create an account at socialsecurity.gov, ssa.gov. Create an account, go get your statement. Do it every year. Look to see what are you going to get at 62, at 67, at 70. We take that report and we use it to determine when somebody should take social security through our income planning process. And so by, by using that to determine when's the best time for them to take it. I mean, there's a lot of things that come into that equation as well, right? You know, what's the longevity look like in their household, mm-hmm. uh, in their family, uh, how long their mom, dad live, their grandparents live. But the other thing that people don't think about Jen is as a death benefit, hmm. right? So, the longer you wait, the bigger the number gets. And if something, someone passes away, the remaining spouse is going to get the highest of the two social securities. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, and, and we forget that. And so that can be a huge benefit to that remaining spouse to be able to get a bigger social security payment. So we look at it from both, both avenues, right? How much income is it going to create now? What's the possibility of a survivor benefit to my remaining spouse should something happen to the to the main spouse? And so, the, you know, the one that made, made the most money, I probably didn't say that right, but <laughs> that made the most money, so their social security is going to be higher. We want to make sure that we plan properly for that person's social security benefits. Yeah, a lot of things to be thinking about here. Philip, talk about how all this fits in and all these conversations are are conversations that you have with people as you walk them through that core retirement design process, which again is a very customized approach for everybody that you work with. Absolutely is. You know, it's 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 tailored to their needs as we walk through the process and we start that whole core retirement design with a phone consultation. Right? It's 30 minutes of of my time helping you make sure that you're on the right path to the retirement you always dreamed of. You know, what do you have saved up? How much are you? do you need to spend on a regular basis? Do those numbers make sense in terms of, yes, you'll be good for retirement? How much risk do you have? Uh, you know, all those things. What plans do you have in place right now? So we'll, and then we'll ask your, you know, answer your questions that you may have. It's, it's that simple, 30 minutes, easy to schedule. All you have to do is call our office at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Hey, tell them you want to schedule your core retirement phone consultation. They'll get you right on the calendar. and We'll be set to go. Number That number again is 863-285-3815. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. And, you know, having enough money to retire is one thing, but making sure it will last as long as you live, that's a whole other conversation. We'll explore that coming up on the other side of the break. Stay with us. 
Turn your plans of yesterday into yes today. Don't wait another day for a routine checkup of your retirement plans. Call Statler Financial Services, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. You can't see it, but you sure can feel it. The economy is struggling right now. Do you know how it might affect your retirement? Some retirement plans take into account economic downturns, stock market dips, interest rate fluctuations. Does yours. Take charge of your retirement by calling Philip Statler at 863-285-3815. Philip and his team at Statler Financial have been helping families prepare for retirement for over 20 years. They will help address the current economic situation and help you create a retirement plan designed to give you the confidence to move forward. Opportunities can exist regardless of economic conditions. Call the team, Philip Statler with Statler Financial at 863-285-3815 and find out ways you can prepare now for your retirement. Call 863-285-3815. Call them now. Schedule a visit. Let's get started. Firm offers insurance services. Advisory services are offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Welcome back to the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler and co-host Jen Rizak. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. Now, saving money for retirement is one thing, but it's a whole different ballgame in helping make sure your money will last because the problem is you do not know how long you might live in retirement. And Philip, we've been talking about some of these important questions to be able to answer and people want to know, you know, have I saved enough and when can I retire? But, you know, once we're confident that we've saved enough money to retire and, and we'll be able to afford the things that we'd like to do in retirement, how can we help ensure that we don't end up outliving what we've saved? That is a very important question. Yes. So that's why we really put together our core retirement design because it, it really does boil down to, and we've talked about this a lot on the show over the years, is income planning. Mm-hmm. You're right. We, we need to have that income plan in place because that's what gives us the confidence to know we're going to be okay. Now, don't get me wrong. You could have an income plan. All your money's in the stock market. And it takes a nosedive and all of a sudden things change for you. Mm-hmm. I, I can tell you that, that I, I met with somebody back and, and we're going to talk about way back, right? 08. Oh, Talking yeah. about 08. It is way back. That yeah. was the, the last major decline that we had in the stock market. Mm-hmm. And um, this individual um, started out with a hefty IRA on January 1st of 2008. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about a million and a half dollars. Ooh. Huge. Yeah. Right. And so he was taking out 5%. Not, I mean, that's a little more than I would recommend, but, but that's what he was pulling out. Yeah. But not on a regular basis. Not like draining it. Sure. Yeah. I met with him uh, the first quarter of 2009. Mm -hmm. That IRA was down to $750,000 approximately. Right. He had not adjusted the amount of money he was pulling out Mm -hmm. on a regular basis. So because everything was in the stock market, he had nothing to help preserve that that principle. Mm. It was just riding along. So one, if you're going to do that, which I don't recommend, but if you're going to leave everything in the stock market, you have to be willing to change 
how much you're taking out of that account on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. Right? You've got to be willing. If the market's going down, guess what? You have to take a pay cut to make sure that that money's going to last as long as you do. Now, we don't want our clients to have to do that. So we build in within our, our, our portfolios and within our income planning process, you know, we'll sprinkle in some annuities in there, index annuities that, that have that principle protected. Now, granted, I, I say all the time, there's pros and cons to everything. And I know annuities get a bad rap, but when you use the tool for the specific area, they do what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, so we'll plug that in there to help preserve the asset. Yeah, they're not going to make a killing, but you're you're not going to lose money either. So so we sprinkle those in uh, when we're doing our income planning. Mm-hmm. But you, you need to have that income plan in place to make sure that you're going to be comfortable with you know the ups and downs of what the market can do, and knowing that you got some principal protected, but your income is going to be there month in month out. Um, because we use really, really conservative numbers. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think that helps too. Our, our idea is we'd rather come in really low and say, look, this is what I think you can do. And if by some reason the markets do extremely well for a couple of years, hey, we can take a bonus or take a little extra income out down the road. Talk a little bit about, Philip, some of the conversations that you have with people about risk and, and the different types of risks that they can be exposed to for living a long time in retirement, because that we just have to be mindful of, of what our money is exposed to over the years. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Because I talk to people all the time that say, well, you know, I'm living off this bond portfolio. Okay. And, that, and that's great because the income's going to be there. But you still have a risk, and that's called interest rate risk. Mm-hmm. And we have seen interest rate risk be real this last 12 to 18 months, mm-hmm. right? Because interest rates went up. I've seen bond portfolios down 10, 15, 20%. Wow. Yeah. For the year, for the 18 months. So so they're they're not, quote, the safe investment everybody wants to make them out to be. Yes, they provide the income. Mm-hmm. And when they mature, you're going to get 100% of what you paid them. However, you know, most of them are, are 30 years down the road before you're going to get your money. So there's some issues there that you have to be cognizant of, right? And then you've got just having money in a, in a balanced stock portfolio, you know, where you're pulling income out. Well, that can be a problem, too, if the market starts to decline. Because we saw bonds go down as well as stocks in the last during 2022, right? That that was the case. Um, and, and so I think that those are two risks. You, you've got investment risk uh, in the stock market. You've got interest rate risk in the bond market. Uh, you've got liquidity risk in mm-hmm. when you're using annuities, right? Because they, they may be a five-year or a seven-year, uh, or some people use 10 years and longer. I, I don't necessarily like those, but they're out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then we have a liquidity risk. So it takes using all of those tools to come up with the right plan. The issue you have is, are you working with somebody that has access to all the tools that you need? Mm-hmm. Because there's some folks that, that don't have access to the same tools. And that can be a problem because they'll try to make their tools work for your case. Mm-hmm. 
Right. You need to have access to everything. And, and all of this works into our core retirement design, where we help folks design that retirement they always dreamed of. All they have to do is give us a call at 863-285-3815, and we'll give them 30 minutes of our time, answer questions they may have to make sure they're on the path to the retirement they always dreamed of. That number again is 863-285-3815. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring. And I am Jen Rizak alongside. And a, a couple other issues that I want to talk about before we move on to some other topics here as we talk about some of these risks to our savings and to our income in retirement. Um, it's been reported that the average 65 year old couple is estimated to spend more than $300,000. After taxes, of course, just on health care, not even including long-term care. So, so Philip, you look at a number like that, and, and it's just, it can be very um, overwhelming to think about what are some ways to help clients plan for that and, and deal with things like those high health care costs? It can actually be overwhelming if you think about that number as a whole number mm-hmm. and, and not as, you know, divide by your life expectancy, whether that's 20 years or 25 years, right? Okay, so, or, or, or 35 years. That makes that number a little bit more relevant mm-hmm. as we look at it on an annual basis. So what does that mean? That means ten dollars to $15,000 a year. And that's a big number. Don't get me wrong. But mm-hmm. what does that number incorporate, right? That's your Medicare premium you have to pay to the government. It's your Medicare supplement. It's your deductibles. It's all those things that play into it. And so, you know, that's where having the right income plan in place um, is a big deal. But that number, like you said, doesn't include long-term care. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, had a conversation today with um, somebody that actually uh, their parents, we, we, we've had to move dad into a, a nursing home. Mm-hmm. They live in the Northeast. $400 a day. Whoa. 12 grand a month. Wow. Mm. Folks, you have to plan for that. How do you do that? You know, there's long-term care insurance, but hey, if you're already retired, that can be astronomical in cost. So what other things can you do? Well, there are life insurance policies that have what they call living benefits that will pay you out some money for long-term care situations. Everything comes with a cost. The one thing I, I do kind of like about the whole um, life insurance deal is that somebody's going to benefit, mm-hmm. right? If, if you need nursing home care, you're going to benefit because it's going to pay out some money. If you don't ever have to be in a nursing home, somebody, your beneficiaries are going to benefit upon your death on, on that life insurance policy. So that's an option that people need to take in consideration. Obviously, there's underwriting and other things that go into that. Um, There's also annuities that provide some long-term care benefits as well. And so there are different things that you need to make sure that that you have in your arsenal. So if you have to be in a nursing home, nursing facility, then you've got a plan in place to help cover some of that cost, Jen. As we talk a little bit about planning for things like health care, long-term care, obviously we've got to be thinking about helping make sure that we'll be okay and we've got those types of plans in place. But 
thinking about will my loved ones be okay that's another huge question that people have is okay I've, I've thought about this for my own health care needs but how do I make sure that my spouse or my kids or, or my loved ones will be okay after I'm gone how do we factor that into the conversation well I think that boils down to making sure that we have um, a, a plan in place mm-hmm. and and having no plan in place is a plan to, you know, unfortunately that, that is a plan that not planning forces you into mm-hmm. um, spending all your money. And that may not be what is in the best interest of your spouse. And so, uh, you know, it's, it's making those plans and making sure that who you're working with has those connections that can help make sure that you get to the right people, the right professionals to walk you through that. Should that happen down the road? So many of these conversations are so important to have. Um, and, and another piece, and I know we've talked about this uh, before on the show, but it is a common misconception that once we've thought about, will we be okay? Will our loved ones be okay? Estate and legacy planning. A lot of people think that these things are only for the ultra wealthy. What, what do you say to that when people aren't as interested in having some of those conversations and um, just how important it is? You know, Jen, any one of us could end up in a nursing home facility. Mm-hmm. So it, it doesn't just apply to the wealthy. I'm going to say it probably impacts the middle class who has a a nice little savings, you know, maybe 150 to a half million dollars. It, it may impact them even more wow. than the wealthy, right? So, so that's why I think that folks need to have some idea of how they're going to handle it should it appear in their in their lifetime and again that's why we're here to help coach our clients through those things uh, we tell our clients look we're your 911 and your 411 um, emergencies and, and you just need information about stuff that's what we're here for to help walk you through those things folks give us a call at 863-285-3815 to get started with our core retirement design 30-minute phone consultation absolutely no obligation on your part Again, that number is 863-285-3815. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show. We'll be back. Do you have a retirement plan but would like a second opinion? Call Philip Statler today, 863-285-3815. Statler Financial Services, 863-285-3815. Remember that first paycheck when you started working all those years ago and you looked at the net amount and thought, whoa, what happened here? Well, it could be this way with your retirement accounts. You know how much you've saved, but if you haven't planned for Uncle Sam, you could come up short in retirement. With tax laws constantly changing, there's a lot you need to know to make sure you're not paying more than your fair share. Philip Statler and the Statler Financial Team have helped hundreds of families plan for retirement for more than 20 years. They'll help you create a plan that shows you how taxes could affect you now and in the future. Set up a visit with Philip Statler and the team at Statler Financial. Just give them a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Make sure you know how these changes could affect you so you can avoid some of those whoa moments in retirement. Call 863-285-3815. Firm offers insurance services but may not give tax advice. Advisory services are offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Welcome back to the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler and co-host Jen Rizak. 
Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show. You know, there are so many big decisions you have to weigh as you head into retirement. And we like to take one of those big decisions and really dive into the pros and cons. We call this retirement yay or nay. This is always fun to take a big issue, weigh the the upside and the downside, and then make our decision yay or nay. And Philip, this week's topic planning your RV retirement. I don't know. What do you think about that one? (laughs) You know, I will say that I've got some clients and some friends that have, uh, have retired Uh and have, uh, gone out and bought the RV and done the thing, traveling around. Uh, I don't know that I have a whole lot that actually live in their RV. Sure. Sure. Um, but they spend a good time in their RV out and about. Um, People Funny, do it. I had one client that did um, take off, uh, but he came back three months later. <laughs> <laughs> so, not quite, uh, not quite uh, totally buying in there to the RV retirement, but certainly something that people do. You know, my aunt and uncle uh, got an RV, and they use it to host what they call Grammy Camp, and they have. They keep it parked out at, at the lake. They have the grandkids come out. They host their little Grammy camp. The grandkids come out and camp, and then everybody goes back home. So, you know, there's, there's just another idea of what you can do with your RV. And you got grandkids, Grammy camp, just something to think about. All right, so here's what we're going to do, Philip. We're going to go through some of the possible pros and cons of buying an RV or taking it to that extreme, even living in an RV in retirement. I don't know how many people really want to go that far, but at least having one, there are some pros and cons, some things to think about. So possible pros here, you can live on a modest budget since they, you know, those RV lots and campsites are relatively cheap to use. We should put a little asterisk there. That is after the initial investment of buying the RV. Yeah, that's expensive. That would probably go under con number one. So we'll, we'll get to that one in a minute here on the, the negatives here. Uh, another possible pro, buy less stuff because you have limited storage space. So kind of forces you to hold off on on other impulse purchases. Um, You can take the road less traveled in an RV. You can go out, see a lot of things, especially you think about, you know, Philip, if you want to hit some of those big national parks out west, um, you know, you, you you can spend some time out there and hit some of those things. And you can potentially visit more family and friends, but you don't have to have them make up the guest room. You can hang out in the driveway. I don't know if that's a pro or con. I, I, I put it on the pros. That could be a con. I don't know. So those are the pros. I, I don't know. What do you think of those? You know, I, I think there's some legitimacy there sure. uh, about those pros. And and, and and I see two things. One, RV, I think most people think of the one you drive, right? Yes. But but I think of RV also as, you know, you got the big fifth wheel. Oh, so, sure. So, uh-huh. you know, so that's, I've got, I've got clients that do that. Um, and so I think that this whole travel live out of a big, something other than a house, right? That kind of makes a difference. It's a different style of living. And, uh, and, and I think that these things are true, you know, to me is how long, I know that's probably one of the cons, right? You know, <laughs> I, I think it would be neat to go see stuff and, and go out and do that kind of thing. Um, 
I don't know that I could live in one. But. Yeah. There is a certain uh, amount of adventure. I mean, adventure seeking. It, it sounds like it could be kind of fun, but then also kind of kind of not. And let's go through some of the cons here. They're really expensive to buy. Obviously, this is a big investment. And Philip, you want to make sure that uh, you can handle that big investment before you lock yourself in. Uh, they depreciate in value over time, which is another, you know, not not so great thing. Repairs can be costly and they use a lot of fuel. So when when things get crazy with gas prices, you have to think about that. I mean, there there are some maintenance and upkeep and cost things that I think go on the list of cons. So definitely something, I don't know how many people come in, to, you know, and they're talking about this and, and you kind of got to go through both, right? The pros and the cons. You do. You definitely do. You know, you're right. I mean, RVs are expensive, whether you're buying one with four wheels or you're, you know, you're buying one, you pull behind your vehicle. They're, they're expensive, especially yeah. from COVID. Um, you know, even used ones are expensive. Yeah. But I, I encourage, I've, I've encouraged several of my clients that, that are thinking about this to, Hey, look, let's find one that's a couple years old. You know, let's do that first. And let's make sure that you really like the whole idea right? right of, of travel like that. <laughs> so, uh, again, because depreciation is a big deal when it comes to those. They depreciate big time the first couple of years. And so maybe you can save some bucks doing it that way and make sure you really want to do it. And, and repairs are costly. Uh, I got friends that went out west and, uh, you know, just blew a tire and messed up a whole day of travel oh, and trying to find somebody out there to fix it. And so those cons are legitimate cons. And, and we need to think of those. People sometimes think, well, it won't happen to me. But, hey, Oof. you know, don't when think it happens, that. it's going to happen. Yeah, don't <laughs> think that because you need to. You know, it's a whole thing, right? We prepare for the worst and hope for the best. Right, right. And your insurance coverage for an RV. I mean, it, you you've got to have some different policies in place there. You got to make sure that you and your spouse know how to drive it, right? I mean, how many times do you think something sounds great and then it comes to trying to actually operate the thing? <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, man. Really. And then you know, I I think we don't have an RV, but we do have a horse trailer, and it's one of those things where my husband's been like, look, if I get hurt or something happens to me and we're out, you're going to have to know how to get these horses back and how to get everybody back home. So I, you know, that those types of things can happen in an RV too. What if the husband is the main driver and then he gets sick? She's got to know how to drive it too, right? So, so you've got to make sure everybody is comfortable, knows how to operate this thing. Um, how truly comfortable are you to downsize, or will you have like storage units all over the country where you can go? Well, that's true. That's what I thought of too. Is you're like, you know, look, you sell your, you know, if you sell your house, right? Which is the, the the assumption you make. You can't put that in your RV, and there's going to be things that you don't want to get rid of. Right. 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 So, so you have a storage unit that you're going to have to <clears throat> pay rent on. So, so that's going to continue to be there. Um, and then, you know, can you can you do that for the long term? I mean, I I've had clients that have done it. They didn't get an RV. That they had a, a travel trailer though, and they took off. And because they wanted to spend six months in North Carolina, Tennessee, that area, and they wanted to spend the winter months down here where it was sure. warmer. Sure. They did that for a long time. I mean, they were um, a able to retire early, um, relatively early. So th they did that for quite a while. But as they got older, it's like, you know, mm -hmm. they, they ended up buying a, a park model down here. Huh. And they okay. leave and they leave the travel trailer up there. Yeah. And then now they just drive back and forth. Okay. 
Okay, so some logistics involved there, but yeah. certainly a way to, to to make this work. And and you know what? That's the great thing about what you do, Philip, is there are very few wrong answers for the people that you help, right? Whether you want to live in an RV or just do something part-time, like what you were just talking about, downsize from your home into an apartment or condo or, or keep your current house until the day you die. There's no wrong choice. Really, the only wrong answer, Philip, is failing to put any financial plans in place for your retirement or to make decisions without going through and weighing all the pros and cons like what we're talking about. That That's the wrong thing to do. But other than that, there's no wrong answers. No, there's not. There's not. But it's planning, right? So just some key points that, that I think people need to remember is that um, if you're thinking about this, if that's something that you're, you're seriously thinking about, then, hey, look, you need to know where the money's going to come from to pay for that RV because you don't want to take it out of your retirement accounts. Mm-hmm. Because right. you're going to have to pay tax on all that money. And, and let's, let's face it, if you buy a fifth wheel, I mean, those things are seventy-five to one hundred, one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars just for a fifth wheel, and then you got to buy the truck to pull it. And then, if you buy a, a, a motorhome, motorhome, you're looking at anywhere from probably forty to a half million dollars. So you need to plan ahead. Am I going to be able to sell my house with no mortgage on it? Because that's the, that's what you're going to have to have no mortgage, and then use those proceeds to buy the RV. You know, so you got to plan this out. You can't just hit retirement day and say, okay, I'm going to go buy an RV (laughs) without really thinking through the process. Right. Right. And that's what we're here for. You know, that's what we help people do is really plan out that retirement. What are we going to do? What's on your bucket list? What do you want to accomplish? What do you want your money to do for you in retirement? And uh, because money is just a tool, right? It's it's not going to get you anything if you don't use it properly. And so it's a tool. We have to put that tool to work in order to to accomplish what we want to accomplish in retirement. And that's and that's really what what I think our role is as a retirement coach is to really coach people. And and it's helpful, really helpful, mm-hmm. if you start before you retire. <laughs> but if you start, you know, if you start coaching a couple of years out. Then it's a little easier when that when game day gets here. Right, right, yeah. Just just thinking about these things ahead of time, um, starting to put those plans in place early enough so you're not scrambling to react. It's been fun to talk about the whole idea of the RV retirement. Um, so so let me ask you really quickly before we start to wrap this up. Uh, we went through the pros and cons for you yourself, Philip. Yay or nay on the RV retirement idea? What do you think? You know, I I could not live permanently in an RV. Yeah, I, I, I just so. couldn't do it. Now, would I like to have one to take off and, and go a month or two months out West? Oh yeah, absolutely. Sure. Okay. Um, but I don't want to give up my house. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's a little extreme. Uh, well, going, you know, the other thing the people don't think about, that's our gathering spot, right? Yeah. When everybody comes home. Where do, where do you get together with the kids the and the grandkids? And right. If you don't have a home, where are you going to gather everybody? I know. My husband always <clears throat> talks about retiring to one of those like tiny homes. And I'm like, where yeah. will my dining room table go in a tiny? We'd have to have a separate one just for the, the dining right. room table. But, all right, but again, you know, some fun to talk about the whole idea of the RV retirement. Really 
really it's a metaphor for all those big decisions that you need to be making for your retirement in general. And Philip, as we've been saying here, whether or not you like the idea of an RV retirement, the only wrong answer here is not planning. And you want to take the same approach that we just did talking about RV retirement, weighing the pros and cons, doing the research, understanding what's going on. You need to do that about your whole retirement. That is really what we're getting at here. So as we close out the show today, what would you like to leave us with? You know, you're absolutely right. That That is the bottom line. You know, that's why for our clients, we want to be their 911, their 411. You know, if something emergency pops up, we want to be there for them to help them through that process, whatever it may be, whether it's financial or other, right? We may not have the answers, but we can point them in the right direction. Same thing with a 411. We want to be there for their information. You know, again, we may not know the answers, but we'll figure out how to find them and point them in the right direction. All this goes to point to what we developed and designed, the core retirement design, so that folks can design the retirement they always dreamed of. To get started, it's simple. All you have to do is give us a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. You've been listening to the Statler Financial Radio Show. Thanks so much for joining us today. Be sure to tune in again next week for more insights from Philip, and we'll talk to you then. Information provided during the Statler Financial Radio Show is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product, features, and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. All Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No strategy is guaranteed to be successful. This radio show is a paid placement. You can't see it, but you sure can feel it. The economy is struggling right now. Do you know how it might affect your retirement? Some retirement plans take into account economic downturns, stock market dips, interest rate fluctuations. Does yours? Take charge of your retirement by calling Philip Statler at 863-285-3815. Philip and his team at Statler Financial have been helping families prepare for retirement for over 20 years. They will help address the current economic situation and help you create a retirement plan designed to give you the confidence to move forward. Opportunities can exist regardless of economic conditions. Call the team, Philip Statler with Statler Financial at 863-285-3815 and find out ways you can prepare now for your retirement. Call 863-285-3815. Call them now. Schedule a visit. Let's get started. Firm offers insurance services. Advisory services are offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal.